It is zero hour thirty universal time. Here is the news in special English. Prime Minister Vladimir Putin has declared victory in the Russian presidential election. Early results and voter studies suggest the former president will receive about sixty percent. Opposition leaders say there was cheating in the election Sunday. They plan to protest the vote at large demonstrations in Moscow and in other Russian cities on Monday. The independent election observer group Golos says it registered more than 3,000 reports of problems in the election. A Golos official says Mr. Putin received less than 50% of the honest votes. The International Committee of the Red Cross says aid workers in Syria have begun bringing aid supplies to refugees in the village of Abel. The people being sheltered there are refugees from a month-long government attack on the homes area of Baba Amr. ICRC officials said Sunday that the operation would be extended to the homes area of Inshat later in the day. But ICRC officials said Syrian troops continued to block aid workers from Baba Amr itself for security reasons. Yemeni officials say government troops and al-Qaeda fighters have fought a deadly battle in the southern province of Yan. At least 35 soldiers and 20 militants were killed in the fighting. The fighting began when the militants exploded bombs and attacked a military base near the provincial capital Zinjibar. Military officials say the militants seized vehicles, artillery, guns, and rockets from the base. Some of the stolen weapons were later used against the troops. In Iran, critics of President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad have defeated his supporters in most of the parliamentary elections. Iran's state-run press TV news agency announced results Sunday for more than 200 of Parliament's 290 seats. More than half of the winners of Friday's vote are conservatives who support Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. President Obama says all choices will be considered, including a military choice, when deciding how to keep Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Mr. Obama spoke Sunday to the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee in Washington. A nuclear-armed Iran is completely counter to Israel's security interests. But it is also counter to the national security interests of the United States. President Obama said there is, in his words, too much loose talk of war with Iran. He said such talks only help Iran, 
by increasing the price of oil, which the Iranian government uses to pay for its nuclear program. Mr. Obama is to meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at the White House Monday. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Polish rescue workers have pulled another victim from the wreckage of a crash between two passenger trains. At least 16 people are reported dead. Rescue teams worked through the night to find and save survivors and recover bodies. At least 56 of the estimated 350 people on the trains were injured. Officials say the trains were traveling toward each other on the same track when they crashed in southern Poland. One train was traveling to the capital, Warsaw. The other was traveling from Warsaw to the city of Kraków. Officials are investigating why one train was on the wrong track. Government and medical officials say at least 200 people have been killed in a series of explosions in Brazzaville, the capital of the Republic of Congo. Officials say a weapons center caught fire early Sunday, causing a series of powerful explosions. Emergency crews rushed the injured to local hospitals. Officials say it appears the fire was an accident. The International Organization for Migration says it cannot meet an April 8th deadline to return South Sudanese refugees living in the Sudanese capital, Khartoum. IOM spokesman Jean-Philippe Chauzy says organizing the return of hundreds of thousands of people by then is impossible. One of the challenges that we're facing is that the returnees are taking with them huge amounts of uh, personal luggage. The reason for that is some of them were born in the Republic of Sudan and they are literally going back with, in some cases, building materials, they're going back with household items, personal effects. An agreement between the two governments called for the 500,000 southern Sudanese living in Sudan to return or to ask to remain as refugees by April 8th. Reports say a woman in China has burned herself to death in protest of government policies on Tibet. The London-based group Free Tibet identified the 32-year-old woman as Rin Chun. It says she killed herself at the Kirti Monastery in Sichuan province. There has been no confirmation of the death from Chinese officials. China says its defense budget will increase more than 11% in this year as strong economic growth continues. Parliamentary spokesman Li Jiaosheng told reporters Sunday that defense spending would increase by more than $10 billion. China plans to spend on its military in 2012. 
China's military budget is the second largest in the world after the United States. China's quick military buildup has raised concerns across Asia and in the United States. China says its growing military is only for defense. British Petroleum is promising to pay seafood sellers and others who earn their livings on the Gulf almost $8 billion. The settlement is for damages from the 2010 Gulf of Mexico oil spill. Shrimp seller Kay Brandhurst told VOA she does not believe she will ever be paid. Magazine publisher Susan Ford described the settlement as a good first step. She said the fishing industry has been badly damaged by the oil spill and has not recovered. And now, briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin says he has won the presidential election. In Iran, critics of President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad have defeated his supporters in most of the parliamentary elections. And in the Republic of Congo, officials say at least 200 people have been killed in explosions in the capital, Brazzaville. That's the news in VOA Special English. Coming your way from Washington.